That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have a new episode of Cinemania Live. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Hannah Louise, a.k.a. Hannah Longnails, a.k.a. <laughs> Hannah Ringswald. The They're third. not even that long. God. <laughs> ah, what's up, Hannah? How you doing? How's everything? Good. Enjoying my weekend off. You know. I'm so excited for you. I, I, cause I feel it. You know what I mean? <laughs> before, I used to get kind of annoyed because before I just knew that back in the day, I could just be like, Hannah, let's do a show. You'd be like, okay. You know, but nowadays, <laughs> like, you got a schedule and you'd be working. Yeah. So I feel it when you go like I'm off. I'm like, good for her. You know? <laughs> it's, crazy. it's crazy out here. So how's everything going? Good? Good. Very nice to hear from you as always. We're gonna be talking about some things today, everyone. Uh one of the things we're gonna get into obviously is the She-Hulk finale and kind of the future for that show and that character. But usually uh, on this show, traditionally, I would I should say. We talk about the things that we've been watching and stuff throughout the week. So, Hannah, you know the drill. What's up? <laughs> I feel like you know what I want to say because I haven't stopped talking about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. Okay, I got to explain it because it's been like uh-huh. sitting heavy on my spirit. Um, <laughs> I So, back in April, all of us on the like in our group chat at least i don't know on the team yeah. but like our separate yes. group chat uh the cinemania gaze uh all of us watched heartstopper back in april when it dropped right and we we're all like oh, oh my, god, my god so cute so good right yeah we all moved on pretty quickly but we we're like oh my god it's so cute mm-hmm. and then i don't know what happened but the other day i went to go see don't worry darling and i was like an hour early for the movie and there's a few uh, a few stores downtown and one of them is a bookstore right next to the theater so i was like okay let me go Mm -hmm. look in there for like 20 minutes and so i did that and i saw the heartstopper book and i was like oh my god let me get it so i got it and i read it and reading it i was like oh my god i remember all these scenes from the show wow and then i was like oh let me rewatch the show and then i rewatched it and it just hit so different on a rewatch i don't know what happened but it's like cracked to me now i've rewatched it in its entirety like four or five times since then and i've read all of the books now it's four or bad. five times yes literally Dwayne. when i say Dude. i will sit down i will sit down and watch it all in its entirety in one sitting like multiple times i've done this in like the past Dude, few weeks what is, are you good what's no on? i'm not apparently i don't know i literally all day i'm like i really want to go home and watch heartstopper that's all i want to do there's it, there's something in it there it's laced with something I don't know. No, it's just you. This happens happens once a year. This happens once a year. It's like I can go through every single year since I met you and tell you what a piece of media that it has been. It's either, it's not just TV. It's either TV, it's either movies, or it's music. One year, anything with Little Mix is like nuts. 
but like it was like one it was like one year you were like nuts about it then it would be like dexter <laughs> then it would be like call me by your name before you know all that stuff <laughs> it'll be like far from home every like it, it then it'll be like it chapter two then it's the last of us it happens like once or two or twice a year last Nuts. of us is never gonna fade though it's been like two years going strong <sighs> with that and that's still an everyday like wow yeah <laughs> uh, i i so speaking of that i know everyone gets excited when we get into our last of us talk but Last week I caved and I bought this stupid fucking <laughs> remaster bullshit, whatever it's called, <laughs> reboot. What is it called? It's Wait, just part one. I just call it part one. part one. Yeah. Ah, man. So I will say, obviously the graphics are a significant like improvement and all that stuff. And I do agree about, about like the gameplay being slightly smoother, but... Oh my god, the amount of times I was pressing that fucking left bumper to dodge, it was insane. <laughs> I died so many times because I was trying to press that bumper to dodge. And you really don't realize how much a new addition means so much until you go back to the to to another game. Mm-hmm. Um because it's it's like when I went back and played Uncharted 1, and I said <laughs> I can't fucking do this, dude, there, because like Uncharted you know, 1 is basically unplayable. It is so Yeah, I was like, I remember I was like, I can't fucking <laughs> I I can't fucking live like this, dude. So I just like turned it off, you know? And the, the Last of Us, it's obviously not unplayable now. No. But I was like, dude, why did you added all this new shit and any and I'm like, it's not like they didn't put effort into the game. They added the little they added these new things called tools. Like you need a tool number one, number two, number oh, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four. It's like, what the fuck is this? So they added that and then they added the 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 bench and stuff, and then they added all these new modifiers when you beat the game and all this new skins. And I'm like, you could you couldn't give me this one button, dude. By I don't way. even care about prone anymore. I was like, dude, this <laughs> one button would make such a difference for me right now. It's I Joe's haven't big ass. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. I haven't God. played the like original remaster all that much. Ones? Yeah, all that much mm-hmm. I haven't played it. Um was there always cuz I noticed when I was playing uh part 1, they have those moments that like they have in 2 where you are about to kill somebody and they start like begging you not to kill them no that wasn't there okay that i was gonna there. ask i don't that remember new. that <laughs> that was brand new because they saw they it's it's like they saw how like how much because if you go on youtube there's a bunch of like videos of just kills and i mean that is honestly one of the most badass kills to do is when you like shoot their legs out or yeah. something and then there's like they're like pleading to you and then Ellie just like slowly walks and then just decks them with like whatever melee weapon you have. It's so <laughs> dope. Um, yeah, they added that. They, that's what I'm saying. They added stuff from two, just just without the dodge button and yeah. the prone. The prone. The prone is like okay. So the maps in this in the first game they're not set up for prone. So I so I was like I was fine with not having that. But it desperately needed that dodge. I was like, the dodge is like, because I actually, I'm probably going to replay two before this show comes out as well. And I'll probably like, like really be happy to have the dodge back again and stuff. Um, And I think that, I think the bow and arrow was a little better in two as well. It's a little bit more smoother than this one. They fixed the bow in part one. It's great now. 
Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, but it's still like it's still not two. You know, what I'm saying the bow. That's all I used in part well, two. It, like all I used bow. was Ellie's bow. I was gonna say it's the bow from Ellie's section of the game. You don't get the Abby crossbow. That crossbow. That shit was yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> when you, I feel like a lot of people that haven't played the remaster in a while and they're like, oh my God, part one, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm, it's the, mm-hmm. the remaster is perfect. Um, it's real. Go play those sections through Bill's town, um, with the bow and arrow. The aim mm-hmm. is fucking terrible. It is so hard oh, it's to do. It's that fucking arch. I hate it so it's much. So I was like, why did they do that? Um, and, bo- and like. It was so awkward using a bow with Joel. I'm like, Joel's all big. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. <laughs> it is so like, hard, especially in that Billstown section. And replaying, yeah, yeah. well, playing, I guess, part one, and actually being able to use a bow and arrow that was mm. usable. So great. Loved oh, it. I did have a good time playing part one again. It was actually like um, redoing the because I haven't done this story in a long time, because I, you know, Dana has noticed about me, like, once, like, something is new is around, like, it's very hard for me to go back to the old stuff. So, I don't think I, I haven't played part, I haven't played the first game in, like, years, just because, like, I have part two, and I'm like, why would I want to go back to those, get to that gameplay? (laughs) So, that was, like, my understanding. So, that's why I was so excited when they were doing the whole, like, oh, we we rebuilt it for the PS5. I was like, oh, that's super exciting, because it's going to be the same stuff is like part two just on the first game and i was like i'll, I'll play that 100 percent, you know so uh yeah so I, so it was it was nice going through the story because it was little aspects of the story that i forgot had happened um but it was nice going through the story again and stuff like that and i didn't realize how like joel is fucked up in the end of this yeah. game i was like <laughs> i i was replaying it and i was like dude wasn't he always this kind of a dick i was like <laughs> i was like god damn like let them explain themselves a little bit i was like sheesh because so, like me playing the game so like late you know into the last was being this huge phenomenon yeah. uh and hearing what people said about like Joel himself, I like mostly around the time when the Peter Pascal casting happened is when I yeah. feel like I caught kind of a a look into people's thoughts on the character, and then actually playing mm-hmm. the game. And I feel like me and you talked about it a little bit, and I tried to explain it to you, but you kind of mm-hmm. shut me down too. And I was like, Joel's kind of like not a good, good person. Um, <laughs> Uh, and it's well, just I was so detached uh, from all of that. So me playing it, I was like, I, the, I, the ending of this is a little insane. And for you guys to be like, mm, actually, Abby's the bad guy in the last was too. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> a little, it, 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 okay. So here's the thing, right? It totally makes sense to when I was playing it. It totally made sense to as to why somebody would be angry at him. But I mean, listen, when you when you when you have a main character that somebody has kind of like known and grew up with since 2013, because I know you just started a couple years ago, but if you started this game in 2013, that is a character that you've known and you've been with for like, it's been with you at least for seven years, right? Mm-hmm. When the game came out, when did part two come out in 2020? 2020, so yeah. listen, I would chop Joel up as like an anti-hero, you know? Um, that's what I, I wouldn't like, he's not Nathan Drake or he's not like, uh, 
a good guy. <laughs> he's not like <laughs> like Ghost of Tsushima, like that guy. He's taking care of the entire country and he's like a hero for them, you know? Um, even though he's kind of like doing it, he's kind of killing not in the samurai way because the samurai way is like you have to have respect and you have to kill these people with honor but the reason why it's called ghost of tsushima is because he's you he was using like the shadows and killing them dishonorably but his 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 reasoning was that listen they uh they 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 have treated this this country like shit so i gotta kill them any way i can so that was kind of like the little kind of the 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 you know that was kind of the thing going on in that game why that game was so great so in this in this game it's like it's like you get right you get why joel's doing it but like fuck (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's like dude you know what i'm saying but uh yeah so i've always called joe an anti-hero the people who who were being weird like oh joe's a hero he's i was i'd be like oh i don't know bro that's a little (laughs) at the way after playing this like again and like i was like man he is ganking these guys for like no reason pretty (laughs) much he's not even trying to hear them out i know they're trying to kill him too but the moment that really got me i think it was him killing marlene at the end is what really Mm, yeah i got it though i understood i understood it's not that i obviously i fucking love joel and i get him but the the part that always makes me jump is when he kills Marlene. It's a lot. It was a little. <laughs> it was a little jarring when I was when I because I finished it yesterday. So when he does it, he's like, she's like, let me go. I mean, he's right. He's like, you, you'll just come after her. Mm-hmm. Bang! And I was like, oh fuck! I didn't. I forgot that we actually see him do it. Yeah. I, for the longest time, <laughs> I was like, okay, he kills her off screen, and then when they went back to her, I was like. Okay, so he's gonna shoot her, but you, we're not gonna we're not gonna see it. But no, nah, man, he shot her in the head. That's it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, fuck, I forgot about that shit. The ending is so bleak. I was like, yeah. dude, I don't know. I remember this ending being so damn bleak. I can't imagine waiting seven years. Real, I just I can't. Uh huh. I ha- waiting. Saying, I had to wait like I think three days because I ordered the last of us two online, so I had to that wait for it to get to my house. Man. We had to sit with that shit for like. <laughs> Almost a decade. That well, is I was going to say the three days were like excruciating for me. I hated it. I remember three it felt days. so long. You know. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. It felt so fucking long. <laughs> Do you know like when uh, you got to go find the video. I don't know if you've ever watched it. But the crowd reaction when yeah, it was I announced. I watched that all the time. Dude, all that the was time. like a... That was like a Marvel Hall H kind of, it was nuts. <laughs> I actually remember, because that was, I used to watch E3 every single year. They have a live stream, you know, unlike Hall H. Anyway, uh, they used <laughs> to have a live stream of, of E3. So every year, uh, you should have seen it from like 2015, uh, 2014 on, right? Every year is like, oh, we got to get a fucking announcement for Last of Us Part, Last of Us Part Two, or Last of Us Two, <laughs> or whatever. So every time Sony, it was Sony's turn, they would do their, oh, hey, hey, and then they just leave, and everyone online would get so mad because there's no Last of Us Two. So when they finally did it, I remember I was like texting all my friends at the time. I was like, yo, they finally did it! Ah, it was <laughs> it was nuts. It was a crazy time. Well, the video, and just to it, like, know that 
It starts with, uh, it's like the lights go down. You see like some kind of imagery of just nature, whatever. And All they hear, did was show the logo. Yeah, you mm-hmm. hear people in the crowd being like, what is this? Like you literally hear mm-hmm. them like, mm-hmm. what is going on? And then the stop sign shows up and it's the Firefly imprint. It's the Firefly's like, logo. Ah! And then it was, that was one pop. And then the other pop was when it said Naughty Dog afterwards. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, everyone was going crazy. Um, I remember that. That shit was crazy. What a time to be alive! And then the game <laughs> came out, and then it's a great the little trailer, out. by the way. I love it. It is. Yeah. Then the game came out, and then yeah, oh, you know what happened next? <laughs> I I, re- I think about it all the time about how it would have been received if the leaks didn't happen. Because at least from the way that Neil mm-hmm. Druckmann has explained it, I've listened to him explain how it went down. It's like a few. It was a few months, few weeks. I don't know. Question mark before mm-hmm. the game came out. Um. And he at least thinks that it maybe would have been better received because the leaks came out out of context. So mm-hmm. they had people had so much time, I guess, to like speculate and like create their own context of how it happens. And then actually playing the game, it, it I guess it could feel, I don't know. I don't even know how it could have maybe played differently i think it would have been i think it would have been bad either way i'm saying yeah because i didn't know i didn't know anything i didn't look up any leaks i actually muted i muted the last of us on twitter like a like a year before the game came out um because i had already heard about the leaks um so i started muting like crazy so then when the game came out the the thing that i kind of figured was that joel died Mm -hmm. so i was like okay so he's probably gonna die but I guess, and I, and that was a lot of people too. Like a lot of people that I was spoke like like speaking to, they had a feeling that he was just gonna die, but they didn't know how because the game's marketing kind of says that too. Yeah. Joel was not seen at all in the marketing. Like he he had like a one she had one scene, and it was a fake out too. It was the, the Jesse scene, thing. Yeah, the fake out. It was like when he covers her mouth and he's like, "You think I'll let you do this alone?" I was all fake. Yeah. It was like a Marvel. It was like a Marvel thing. I was like, <laughs> so. That that's all they had, and I was like, mm, mm, mm. and I was like, is, no, Joe's dead. Is I assume people thought it would be like a heroic death, and not. In- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's how it happened. So then it. Not <laughs> so I was two playing hours into the game. You play as Joel for like not even five minutes. I don't even think you. I don't even think Joel you do shoots. the. No, you do the little horse no with him, and then Man. that's it. That's it. I was kind of heated. Come on, Hannah. Like, I was <laughs> a little heated. Like, give me some. Give me a. Give me a couple and a couple encounters with my boy first, man. Come <laughs> on, man. They. Ah, I don't hate the game. Obviously, I, I and I, and I do can kind of. I can kind of understand if someone says they like the story better because it's much. It's a much more story based. It has game than the first one way more the first one, to it than the first one. it does because the first that's because they had more more money anyway uh the first one it was well, like I mean, just story wise i mean character yeah just just like the everything. story the, in the first one it's like the majority of it is you're just kind of walking and that's it and you know then you get into like the meat of like story when you meet the when you meet the two brothers then you get into more story when you get into like when you get into her and uh david right yeah um and then and that's the end of the game you know you bring it to, to the fireflies this one yeah there's there's definitely a much more of a narrative and stuff that i can under that i you know i can understand if somebody's like oh second one's better story but i'm still like you know the first one's legendary anyway so <laughs> <clears throat> so like 
I remember I was playing it and I was like, mm, this is not this is not looking too good because I we haven't touched Joel since that first horse ride. Um, he was barely in the marketing. He's wearing the same clothes that he is in the marketing. Yeah. And then he gets caught, which I think that scene is great. One of these days, you and I just have to have like a deep dive of like the, the first two games because these 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 shows i'm noticing a pattern they start off the same way like <laughs> us talking about this like franchise or whatever for like 30 minutes before we get into anything and i'm sure there are listeners who are like dude get on with it yeah man. Like, so, listen let's just save the rest of the last of us talk for another day we um, so should though because i don't think we've we, ever we really should. had like i mean we talk about it obviously a lot in the shows but i don't think we've ever like deep dived into it because you weren't playing bad. them <laughs> you weren't playing them at the same time that i was playing them so i'd literally just right, get on right. and like give my thoughts and you'd be like oh i think i remember and, like yeah, something like that so, you know I, I'm still not ready to go back into part two. I look at it all the time in my shelf, and I'm like, mm. I don't blame you. It's um, it's, it's a lot. it's a hard. But I love the gameplay. That's the thing. If it was in. just if it was just like me with like an hour of just the gameplay, like maybe, maybe I can just go do a couple encounters without doing the story. Mm-hmm. Like I would love, like maybe I'll just turn it on and do like the ending where she's taking out all those soldiers. It's a fun little section, you know, where it's like no story involved until you get to the damn water <laughs> with Abby. Like maybe I'll do that or something. But it's a hard place yeah. to be in. I like the game is just so dour that when you're mm-hmm. playing it and you can't play like that kind of game in one sitting, so it kind of like stays. With yeah, you, you gotta finish it. Yeah, you for gotta it. you know the weeks that you're playing it, and it's a tough like headspace. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Replaying so, that David section ugh. was great. All right, let me let me let's let's get out of here. Okay, yeah. okay. What uh, we'll do. We'll, you and I will do something one day. Maybe maybe like closer to when the show comes out, we'll do something one day as far as like a deep dive. That'd be fun. But um, all right, let's get into some stuff. Uh, did you watch this Halloween Kills? I did. I watched Halloween vi- Kills, and then I watched Halloween Ends. Yesterday, this divisiveness on t- on Twitter is crazy out here, bro. <laughs> This this movie, you know, I not I'm not talking about in the same of quality, but I'm talking about in the sense of divisiveness. This reminds me of The Last of Us Part Two mm. and The Last Jedi, just with straight divisiveness and like people, the conversation. Maybe this is what they wanted. That's what I always feel like when these kind of movies or like media's happen. This is kind of what they want. They want a discussion so that yeah. You know, it stays into it stays into like the limelight for a little bit before like because if it was a straight up slasher, <clears throat> we probably all would have moved on by now. So maybe this is what people want. But yeesh, holy smokes, that uh, that Halloween ends. I think it was <laughs> terrible, but it was. I thought it was turbs. I thought both it was kills and ends were turbs. Boring. That's That's did you work- even like the? Did you like the twenty eighteen one? No. Listen, I don't think these movies are just for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I love Halloween. I love, like, the first movie. I love it so much. And I rewatch it every franchise. Like, eight of them. Eight of them yeah. Mm, I, Not for you. Just say that. I've seen... I love the first one, and I hold it very near and dear to my heart. I haven't seen, like, the Rob Zombie ones. And I haven't mm. seen, oh, like, no. HTO or any of those. I've seen the one <clears> with Paul Rudd. That's HTO, right? Am I wrong? No, that's that's the curse. See, that's the curse. I've seen Curse with Paul Rudd. That one's terrible, too. But um, 
<laughs> I watched 2018, and I've said since then, I think it's boring. Mm. I was in the theater bored out of my fucking mind, and I thought the end was so stupid. Her picking up the knife and then being like, ooh, girl, shut the fuck up. Anyway, so I didn't watch Kills when it came out, because I was like, uh, uh. And then... When Ends came out and I saw the divisiveness, I was like, I guess I gotta tap in. So I watched Ends with Jamie. <laughs> I guess I gotta tap in. I watched Ends with Jamie and it was fucking boring. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch Kills. And then I watched Kills and it was fucking boring. So I feel very validated right now because I was so left out of the conversation in 2018 when everyone was like, oh my God, it's the best movie of all time. And I was like, okay, whatever. Girl, nobody said it's the best movie of all time. Girl, stop. no, people <laughs> still acted like it's the best thing since sliced fucking bread. <clears throat> people just like it hannah i don't no. even think you're like really a slasher person in general i think you had fun with your little scream five it's more that's <laughs> definitely for like the scream five is definitely for the girlies it is you know scream but like it's even just, like is my scream five is my second least favorite scream movie you said second second least favorite yeah Oh yeah, okay. So slashers aren't for you. That's it. That's 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 what I'm that's what I'm gonna chalk this up to. Whoa, slasher whoa. genre is not for you. <laughs> we need to back up because this is just yeah. The slasher genre. You you. It's like remember remember that thing I did a few years ago called the uh, the killer thon and you were on the art house the art house one. That's it. That's it. That's all we got. That's all I got for you. You know what I'm saying? You didn't like you didn't like X. You didn't like uh, what's the other ones? You didn't like. A lot of slashers you just don't vibe with. It's okay. What do you, you mean? Black Christmas is one of my favorite movies of all time. Ooh, which one? The pause. original. The original. Pause. The 74. Okay, I'm about to say. Yeah. I'm to say pause. Pause. No, <laughs> 74. The right. other ones right, aren't back. that bad, though. I don't think they're as bad as people make them. The which one? The other ones. I think the... I think the 2006 one is fun for what it is. The that newest one, one? The newest one is Ooh, bad. The newest start. one is bad. But all the 2006 right, cool. one, I think isn't as bad as people make it out i mean obviously in comparison to the 74 one i think that it's For like sure. 74 one is in a league of its own i think it's one of the best movies of all time like period but For yeah sure. 2006 it's fine okay yeah i have fun with that one that newest one is like it's really bad mm. okay so let's just say this you have your likes and you have your dislikes <laughs> but slashes is not for you it's okay it's okay. Or these movies were just turbs. I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, they're not. Because there's actually a lot of people who dig it. You know what I'm saying? It's just be you. Why are you like fighting them. so hard for this? You didn't even <laughs> like them. Like, what do you mean? <clears throat> Wait, which one? It depends. Because now you came out. You came ends. out to my faves. Kills and you ends. ends. Yeah, kills was terrible. Ends was I didn't think ends was like horrible. I thought ends was like I That's liked what they boring. went. I'm sorry. I like you see what I'm saying. All right, it's not for you. It's not for you. So you need, <laughs> I don't. This is what I don't get. This is why I get. This is why I get so defensive because <laughs> like I will get so much shit for like the lighthouse <laughs> and Midsummer and those movies. Literally nothing happens in them for like 50 minutes. And then Hannah comes on here like, this is boring. I'm like, Hannah, the lighthouse, they literally, all they do is fart and look out of a window. And that's, that's art. But like when, when Michael starts slashing some folks, boring. Ah, Sorry. God. And I stand by it. Oh man. Anyway, let's uh, talk about something else. Cause I can't live like this anymore. Okay. I just physically can't. Uh, Corey is that his name? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Corey. Yeah, I already forgot their fucking names. Um, Corey. That's fair. He's sexy. He's hot and sexy, but it was that, it, it was so stupid. I hated it. I was literally sitting there being like, okay, this whole movie is about this fucking kid that I don't care about at all. And it's not that mm-hmm. I really care about like the Michael and Laurie stuff like all that much. Um, mm-hmm. but it's infinitely more interesting than this fucking kid. Well, that's fair. And then her, oh, fuck. I guess spoilers for Halloween ends. Lori kills. How so? Uh, I want to talk about Lori killing Corey. Just you just so you spoiled it already. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I guess. Lori killing Corey just said it was, ah, it was so anticlimactic. Even though, like, I if the movie really wanted me to buy into this, you couldn't have like given me like a cooler kill at least. Well, listen, all that, listen, so here's what I'll say. We have our spoiler review tonight, everyone, but spoilers, again, for Halloween Kills, if you haven't seen it. Here, Halloween Ends. Yeah, I keep getting them both mixed up. Terrible titles. Anyway, um, here's what we were saying in our review was that we didn't, we, at, in the moment, it was jarring, but when they went with the whole thing of like, oh, this Corey dude is like now a killer or whatever the fuck, like, initially as it was going i didn't really mind it but it's when they just did nothing with it they just killed the bloke yeah i was like you wasted my time for him to just kill him ah i was so angry i was like why did they i was like why did you invest so much time only to kill him off that's what i mean by like i didn't care about it in the first place but if like the movie wanted me to buy into it right let's say that i bought into it even then, the ending is fucking stupid for him. I agree. I that is one thing that I 100% agree. It's a pump fake. It was like, ah, oh, we did it for the vibes. And then that was it. Like, I was furious. I was like, why did you? Because ah. if this was like an ending of their, if this was an ending with the, of their kind of story, Lori and Michael, but then this little bloke is going to be like the new Michael, fine. I'm actually fine with that. But it's the fact that at the end, he looks at her and goes like, uh, uh, and just kills himself. I was like, what? Why did you waste my time? Ah, God. Anyway, let's, uh, what else we got here? It ended like a sitcom too. Like the like very final ending. Of I, know, like, I was kind of waiting for like, a song like, to just drop. <laughs> Literally, that's how it felt. I was like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm like running away and like the whole town coming together. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, that was fucking dumb. All right, let, let me, let me uh, I can't talk about this movie anymore. Sorry. So I already have to talk about it tonight because this is ridiculous. Anyway, uh, let's get into some questions. Our main topic of the show will kind of deal with our, with, will, will come from one of these questions here from our mailbag. So let's get right into that. Um, this person here says, oh, well, if you want to send us a question real quick, uh, it's 617-506-3409. We can answer them anytime on any show. So send us a question anytime you please. Like if you watch Halloween ends and randomly you're like, this sucks. Let me tell the team about it and just text it to us about your, your, why you hate the movie. Fine. Just don't call the number. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so this person here says, wanted to get you guys' thoughts on the She-Hulk finale, and where do you think the character goes from here? Thanks, and I love the shows. Well, thanks. Thank you. 
Anyway, uh, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Man. This is, um, so listen, as a series, I don't think this is the worst at all. Like, nothing is going to beat Hawkeye for me right now. Just the the the, the week to week kind of like pure furiousness, and I saw a question, like I got a question a few days ago about why did you like why did you watch Hawkeye um through the entire six episodes, but then you stopped during She Hulk, and I'm like because it was six episodes. It was <laughs> it? If Hawkeye was like ten episodes, dude, <laughs> I'm fucking out of here, man. I you know only watched all the way through because I was reacting with Larry. You was acting we reacting with Larry. So if that if Hawkeye was like nine episodes, man, episode four, I would have been out of there because like, <laughs> that show, that show was just oof, man. Yeah. So um, She Hulk as a series, I don't think it's like bad or like terrible anything. The main thing I just been saying is that it's just not for me. Um, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? So uh, this finale, going into it, I was like, well, obviously. It's the finale. Like, you got to watch the finale. Because I wasn't even good. I stopped, like, two or three episodes ago. And then everybody in their mama was, like, Daredevil. And this was, like, really good. And I saw I kept hearing. And I was like, oh, fine. So I tapped into Daredevil. I liked the episode a lot and stuff. So this finale, I figured Daredevil wasn't really going to be in it. But I figured it was. They would were, they were touch up. They would touch on him a little bit. But um, that's it. So when the finale started... um. It was fine. The little, the little, uh, the little kind of nod to the old TV show was really cool, and how they had like an actual person with the She-Hulk gear on. <laughs> I thought that was like really funny. But that was all really great. Um, but we then, like I to said, see where that clip was from. The, like that was right. like the first piece of promo that they released for the show is. Um, yeah, when she was like, like, "You wouldn't like me when I'm angry." Yeah. I thought it was really cool. I thought that was really, really cool, and it was nice to finally see it too mm-hmm. as well. Um, so that was all cool. And then, uh, for me, the finale took a dip until they started doing the the fourth wall stuff. Um, so sadly I had already seen like little kind of little, you know, people are nuts, man. I had already seen little like screenshots of the Disney plus thing and somebody was like, Oh, she Hulk did it. And I was like, dude, damn it. So when I, when that part came up, I wasn't, I did see a lot of reactions of people who thought like the app kind of crashed, <laughs> which I thought I think is really funny uh, with the way, the way they handled it and stuff. So um, I, uh, yeah. So, so up until that part, like I was like, this is not good for me. So, but I, but I know like a lot of, I know you're probably going to be like, oh, well, she acknowledges that it gets kind of crazy. And I still think that that's not good. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was, I was like so blown away by that little bar scene. Whatever. Where, where were they? Where, where were they at? Like a warehouse, whatever. That whole scene was just so, so terribly bad. So they go into the fourth wall break and stuff. And I thought that, that until the ending, I thought was really, really good and really, really funny. I think it's so genius to get a robot to be Kevin Feige. I and- <laughs> literally thought that we were going to see Kevin Feige's little bald ass on I, the screen. Like, I was going to think- shit myself if I saw Kevin Feige's, like, bald cap head ass on my screen. So, I personally didn't, I didn't think they were going to go the Kevin Feige route. I just thought, because I thought, I thought, if, I was like, if Kevin Feige wanted to be in one of these things, he would have put himself in one of these things a long time ago. So I was like, mm, I think it's going to be like a fake out. Like she gets there and then like something happens. But I thought it was so brilliant that it was a robot 
because there's been like a running gag of like, oh, how does Kevin Feige do this? How is he like, how is he not cloned or whatever? He seems so busy. So the fact to have him as like an android, I <laughs> thought that was like with a fucking hat. I thought I was, I was howling. I was like, oh my God. So when he's like, I am K-E-V-I-N and then they have like an actual act, like it's an acronym, but they have like, like, oh yeah was it? it was like i can't the, remember what i forgot yeah. i don't remember what it was but it was like an actual ai kind of thing and it was so funny so um that whole scene was really really good when they were going back and forth and she starts getting into the problems of the mcu and i thought that was all really funny and then i was also like if you know this is a problem anyway uh so i thought that was all really funny then when she's like oh here, the x-men that was all that was all kind of hilarious too and then when he's like, can you change off screen? <laughs> it was funny. And then you think about how Marvel's VFX workers are actually treated. And you're like, yeah, I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that. And I think that was a little, a little bit, a little bit of a bad taste. Yeah. Um, but my, my guess is that this was probably filmed months ago before that whole thing came out and yeah. all that stuff. So I guess that's probably why, um, and I think it's one of them things. Maybe they should have like took it out because it, it did leave a little bit of a bad taste. Yeah, but um, I still do think it's funny when they're like, "Oh, the VFX workers have moved on to a different project," and then they, <laughs> they play do. the little Wakanda noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like really. It was all really cute. It was all really breaking the fourth wall stuff, like straight out of the She-Hulk comics and whatnot. But um, yeah. So then when she went, she, she changed the finale. She went back, and they were all kind of caught. Um, then Daredevil just comes out of nowhere. It was that was all pretty cute and stuff but um yeah the finale i thought the, the, the finale i thought it was fun when that section happens but leading up to it i was not really into it um and uh yeah it's kind of where i stand on the show i think the show was i think the think the show was all right it's def it's in that mid-tier of mcu shows for me um but like i said uh i think i there's a there's like four or five shows that i like better than this show um, that they've done, I um, I because I actually went back and watched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I guess I was a little too hard on it, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit, like a not just a little bit. Um, and of course, WandaVision still to go. I don't care what Hannah says, but uh, yeah. So the finale, what'd you think? I had fun. I mean, that's kind of just my whole opinion on the entirety of the show. I watched it every week, and I had fun. I giggled. I laughed. Uh. I mm. thirsted over Matt Murdock. I had a good time. Mm. Um, but I never, like, thought about it. You know, every week leading up to the episode, I was never like, oh, my God, can't wait till Thursday. Can't wait for She-Hulk. It was none of that. It was just, mm. like, on Thursdays, I was like, oh, my God, I can watch She-Hulk tonight. And I watch it, and I have a good time. And that's it. And that's how I felt about the finale. I thought the finale was really cute uh, when mm-hmm. everything up until the uh the fourth wall breaking stuff i thought it was really cute i was like oh this is cute this is fun it's like in line with the show it's the, it was sitcoming the show is sitcom okay and i will eat up a cute little sitcom every day of the week and that's exactly what i did with the show and then the fourth wall stuff started mm-hmm. happening and i was giggling like 
consistently i thought it was so funny so cute i thought it was really creative i mean literally she hulk being on the marvel lot or whatever and then going into the writer's the room. actual lot too that was great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> going into the writer's room and just demanding to talk to kevin feige it was it was very cute very funny i thought the she had to sign an nda yeah her signing the nda uh <laughs> Her being like, oh, I'm a Hulk, we smash things. Bruce smashes the whatever. Sometimes I smash Matt Murdock. Very funny. Very cute. Um, Matt just, like, kind of popping out of nowhere, I guess. Maybe in a tree. Just, like, coming down. And then, by the way, the suit looks so good. I love the yellow and red way more than I thought I would. But I don't like that shit in daylight. That's what I would say. That shit is better at night, quite frank. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That Matt Murdock just in daylight in general, I think, without it, him being in the suit in daylight, just like was so jarring to me. <laughs> so I was like, dude, get out of here. Happy, like, literally, him being happy at the end with Jen and her family, it was very weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matt's having dinner. What? I <laughs> need, listen, I loved him being happy and seeing him laugh and smile. I, sh- I definitely mm. loved it. But. The, I only loved it for the little cute five minutes that we had. I need him. You see how, you see how women do, bruh? I need <laughs> him. <laughs> you see how they do? And living in Catholic guilt and just being a whore. Bruh. You I see, can't have like, him. Why, y'all, why do y'all gym? hate us having fun? Why do y'all hate us having fun? What's the reason? I need him I drowning him. in Catholic guilt. I'm sorry. It's not Daredevil if he's not drowning in Catholic guilt. <laughs> That is trash. What a <laughs> Oh man. Um all right. Yeah, I thought I thought that it was all really cute. The fucking scar thing. Did we need it? Mm, I don't think no. we did, quite frank. Um that was so out of nowhere. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That uh, that honestly felt, to be honest, that honestly felt like a like a reshoot. It was so awkward to me. I thought that scene was so weird. Um, to me when he came and the look of scar is so funny. I'm not going to hold, I'm not going to take too much from it. Cause it's just like a little cameo at the end, but he looks awful. And yeah, I don't know what it's up with bad. that hair. Is that, is that their idea of like millennial hair or something like that? Or Gen Z hair? So, like, what was that? I have a question. Is Hulkling what and the scar character, the same person? No, they're different. Okay. They're different. I mean, I, I don't remember if it's, um, I, I don't remember if it's if they're like the same if they're like this I, I think I don't think it, I don't remember if they're like ever together in comics I think there was like two versions of of his son but I think it's but I think they're both they're both definitely different okay so because I was a little was, upset when Twitter told me that that was Hulkling because I was like my knowledge about Hulkling is that he's like <laughs> he's fruity he's funny he's cute yeah hulkling was like the new kind of thing that they went that they went with when they were doing when they were redoing when they were redoing like hulkling is like the little hulk you know what i'm saying like little scars okay. like he's kind of like a grown man but they kind of made him a teenager here okay so it was yeah because i'm so. very excited to see hulkling in the future yeah i have fan casting and everything like i'm excited <laughs> I swear to God, if it's one of the Heartstopper boys, Hannah, please. <laughs> Hannah, please. Listen, I'm just Hannah. saying. I'm just saying. Listen, I'm just saying that Kit Connor would be great. 
Is that one of the? I don't even remember one of them names. Is that he's, one of those, the Heartstopper boys? He plays Nick. He plays Nick. Of course, yeah. I know you always talking about. Oh, you always be like, oh, I have a fan cast, and it's always just whatever you're watching at the time. <laughs> That's it. That's all, all. That happens all the time when it's okay. always like. <laughs> you'd be like oh my god i have a thing a fan casting or whatever and i'm like hannah you know, what you watching right now and then it's like a character <laughs> a guy from that show or whatever i can't stand hannah for real okay <laughs> i don't know what you want me to do about <laughs> i can't stand it for real like this is the same the same one i signed up for um okay so i guess the next question too where does the future hold for she hulk um she- they mentioned something about a movie. Yeah. When she's like, when she was like, oh, you know, when he was like, oh, he was saying something and she was like, oh, save it for the movie and stuff like that. So I don't know if she meant like a Hulk movie or a her movie. Yeah. She's getting a movie? No, I mean, that's what I meant, but I don't know if that's oh, what she oh, meant. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to say, oh, word. But yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of, that was like, I was interested to see kind of what they what they mean by that like you know where is it going after where is it going regarding that so because they haven't announced anything featuring hulk regarding a movie yet i know there's a couple of characters kind of sprinkled everywhere like was it like the leader is going to be in captain america 4 and stuff and um i don't know can i ask a question what do you think these movies are starting to get too crowded with like new just like heroes in general because the reason why i'm asking that is because i absolutely hate seeing like and this is this is like a recent problem because this was never the case but i really hate seeing like people kind of like when like okay so like spider-man 4 mm-hmm. oh my god those like fake posters of like everyone oh, wanting like yeah. all these characters in a movie and i'm like i don't know if i'm too old school but stop. I don't know if like, that's a Marvel <laughs> problem or a fan problem. I feel like it's I feel like it's both. I feel I, like at least so far in phase four, I don't think any of the movies have been like super crowded or anything. I think the only one that I could probably point to and say it was is Eternals, but that's not like them being like, Oh, let's fit all of these characters from our other movies into this movie. No, that's Eternals having fucking eight main characters and <laughs> not having the time for eight main characters. Um but introducing I still eight go main back. characters at least because obviously we have like the Avengers films and there's more than you know eight main characters in those but that's we know them from other movies you don't have to establish them Eternals you had to establish eight main characters anyway um <laughs> yeah I don't I don't really have that issue I, I think the fans are a little insane I mean yeah it's like I don't think Marvel does it like as I don't think Marvel is like oh my god Marvel stop doing this but dude like the fan bases who are like because okay, there was a rumor that went around, and it said something about Spider-Man being street level. So everyone grabbed every single street level character, and it was like, "Imagine this, Spider-Man Four! Like, bro, stop! <laughs> like, I, I I hate it so much. It's like I'm fine with like a okay, Daredevil, Kingpin, cool. Yeah. Like, well, because those are like those are parts of. Spider-Man stories in the comic books, like big parts yeah, of Spider-Man stories cool. in the comic books. Like, if you want to do something like that, where Spider-Man has like a little companion and it's Daredevil, fine. It could still be Spider-Man's movie because like, it's still Kingpin it could still work. Originally, a Spider-Man villain, 
Not a, yeah, yeah, and they even had him in the first. They had him in the first game, and it was cool, right? So I'm totally fine with something like that. It's the problem where they're like, "Oh, a street level." So, oh yeah, Spider-Man Four is gonna have Moon Knight and Punisher <laughs> and Bullseye <laughs> and Kingpin and Jessica Jones and 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 everybody and Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. I was like, "What? Oh yeah, <laughs> what?" I was like, "What are we talking about?" I hate you guys. God, man, well, it's, it's kind of so... like we had the same conversation when we talked about Multiverse of Madness and people being like, "I guess disappointed," and it, um, but not yeah, in the way we're like, "Oh my god, the movie!" Man. I didn't like the movie. It was I didn't like the movie because X, Y, and Z didn't pop up, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I remember I had a tweak of like you know pop off about the movie and everyone was like well white vision should have been in it and i was like what the fuck business does white vision have in doctor strange multiverse of madness like what the fuck are you even talking about (laughs) i remember remember that i was like i uh uh." and it's a it's a prop and i guess in the in the way the studio is somewhat at fault because this new phase has been very like guess who's in this movie yeah. guys like as far as when they are announcing movies and it's like and, and and to an extent i do feel like some of these movies are getting a tad bit crowded is because the universe is getting crowded and i think um because phase four what do we start with black widow okay it's her family it, it's it's very along the lines of like her her characters being in her movie right fine mm-hmm. then we get into shang chi same thing uh, you know, the, the the fucking the old Mandarin is here for whatever reason. But like, you know, it's the same kind of thing. It's his characters aligned with the movie. And yes, you had Wong and Abomination, but they didn't really do anything. It wasn't like a part of the story, right? Fine. Mm-hmm. Eternals, we talked about it like way back. We talked about that way back when the movie was coming out. It was like, bro, they gotta fucking they gotta fucking like develop like eight characters, dude. I don't know. <laughs> we were both like, I don't know how that's gonna work, <laughs> you know? Then after that, then is when you get into the territory of like crowding up these movies and Spider-Man No Way Home, I think was the start of all of this. And I actually, and I love Spider-Man No Way Home, but fans, you, you're, you're pro- not promising, but in the trailers you have, oh my God, you have Doc Ock and this person and Daredevil and then the three others and then the two other Spider-Man and then more Spider-Man villains from the other movies coming in. That's when I feel like this whole thing really started. It was, de- and then I think WandaVision was the start of it. WandaVision, yeah, WandaVision. And then you go into like Multiverse of Madness and you had the Illuminati and this and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, then everyone going into Multiverse of Madness was looking at all these stupid rumors and they were like, they were expecting the whole fucking gang of characters to come during that movie. And 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 to and to Marvel's like to and and in Marvel's kind of the way they kind of have some type of res, some type of responsibility of doing this as well is because like all these upcoming movies like have to have a new character in the MCU or they have to have like they have to have a bunch of characters from the MCU inside of them. Like Wakanda Forever, I'm super excited for it. But the more I get, the more I look at Wakanda Forever in the trailers, I'm just like, why is Ironheart being introduced in this movie? I don't get it, you know? And that doesn't feel like a Ryan Coogler wanted uh, Ironheart in it. It definitely feels like a, hey, we want to introduce Ironheart and we want to do it in Wakanda Forever. That's where it kind of feels like, 
okay, dude, you know what I mean? That's that's like when it kind of becomes as, as far as their issue. That thing, that kind of stuff, because Marvel's always been doing that. I mean, you can look back to, you know, Iron Man 2, question mark, right? Um, or no, hold on, wait. The first Iron Man 2, yeah, War Machine and uh Yeah, Iron Man 2. Um, so then, Civil and then War, yeah. Thor, you have Hawkeye and Thor, you have um the Iron Man 2, yeah, Black Widow, that's what I was thinking of. Iron Man 2, you Black, Black Widow, Widow okay, okay, right, right, right. uh War Machine, Thor, you had to throw Hawkeye in there. Um I mean, you know, going back to the earlier phases, even then, it's like leading up to the Avengers, they didn't want to give like certain people their own movies, so then they sprinkled them into the, you know, the other movies just to be like okay we gotta have this person in here so then we can see him in the avengers and i feel like that's always just kind of been a marvel thing but the thing is i don't i've never had an issue with it up until i think wandavision is when the fans kind of were like oh my god we need this person to show up or the show is magneto remember that yeah oh my god and i'm not even a huge wandavision person but i don't dislike wandavision because fucking reed richards didn't didn't show up that's not Mm -hmm. why i dislike wandavision i have other issues with it not concerning fucking cameos of all things the issue is is when marvel i think i don't know i think that the criticisms of multiverse of madness when they say oh it's a cameo fest even though i don't think it is i understand the criticism of being like why the fuck do you have this like scene the movie stops for this scene of marvel characters to show up and for people to be like oh my god mm-hmm. and then you oh know, my god i understand have that you watched this video yeah i know you what watched, you're about uh, to bring up i know you're about to that bring video up. <laughs> that video is so good man because it's so i um when you watch these movies at home holy shit dude yeah <laughs> i uh because i watch i watched both no way home recently and multiverse of madness at home um even uh even even uh what is it love and thunder too and i'm like okay we gotta stop this (laughs) we we got we gotta stop because like before it was like okay captain america gets gets the hammer but there wasn't no abrupt kind of pause the music is still swelling and stuff and it's and it's still like you can you can applaud because there's no dialogue there but when you forcefully like put something in for audience applause it's so awkward so no way home andrew garfield comes out and okay there's like a pause in the dialogue and i'm like dude and then he takes off his mask and all you have so it's like he's like everyone's screaming and i think that was like the mimic the audience and that's so weird to me as like a <laughs> movie making so everyone's screaming in the movie to kind of mimic the audience like the first night people were screaming and then they stop so they so he can take off the mask. So he takes off the mask, and there is a gap. And I was like, <laughs> "Y'all gotta stop this. This is getting really yeah. weird." Because he's like, "I'm Spider Man. Look." Which <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I understand. <sighs> I understand I the like, criticism Whoa. of like those kind of moments, but. I don't think it's a isolated Marvel stuffing their movies with too many characters or whatever. Right, 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 right. I think it's more just the fans having that expectation of being like, oh, fucking, let's say Wolverine needs to show up in this movie or else it's trash. And it like lives and dies on a certain character showing up. That is completely the fans issue and not Marvel like setting them up for anything. No, that is you having unrealistic expectations. And then once you aren't, you know, given this like fan service on a platter for you to be like, (gasps) and then that's it. And that makes or breaks a movie for you. That is your 
your fault completely if you think 100%. it's if you think it's bad now too if you think it's bad right now just wait until we get around to secret wars yeah because the speculation and the craziness is going to be at an all-time high secret wars that's what secret wars is stuff right secret wars is like yeah it's like different multiverses colliding right it it doesn't take place on like six and six it's like a battle barely it's like it, it is fucking nuts so i know because of that and they announced it as avengers secret wars the the tw- oh it's gonna be so fucking ugly and it's gonna be a uh it's just everyone's gonna want everything you know and it's gonna yeah. be a disaster um like i'm already seeing now like imagine how secret wars is gonna be oh, oh. <laughs> they can literally like bring in ben affleck stared up for this man and God. i'm just like dude for what for a fucking uh, pop of like two <laughs> for seconds a pop. For a pop. he's gonna shut that in. that happiness or like whatever the fuck you feel like in that moment it's gonna last for two seconds and you have like an hour and a half left a movie what does that add to the movie for you genuinely i'm, I'm like Ge- genuinely it adds nothing and i do think i do think here's what i want to say right i think moments like that in a theater are important but not for the sake of the moment they still have to be a good scene like that portal scene in avengers is still a great scene yeah. without an audience like it has it's still emotional a good scene weight to it there's emotional exactly. weight to it it's in when, the movie it's not just this like moment for you to pause and be like okay wait guys here's you know this really <laughs> big exciting character stop the script just let, yeah. the, let it have a, a long pause and i think when cap gets to gets mjolnir it's another moment where like these are all great moments that still hold it up was, within time. When Thor lands in Wakanda, years, same thing. Ten years mm-hmm. it was leading up to Captain America being wor- worthy of holding the hammer. We knew it from fucking Age Voltron. It's not like we didn't have like pl- like seeds planted for this big moment to happen. That's not a fan service moment just for the sake of being fan service. That is a moment that is rooted in character. That's why it's not an issue. That's why, and I think what happened, I think, okay, so honest, honestly... I think from a studio standpoint, because obviously fans can get crazy, but from a studio standpoint, we had the pandemic and we had about a year or two of those lasting reactions to Endgame and stuff. So this is when I, I think is what started like them as a studio to be like, what, what are some of the best ways we can capitalize on those kind of crowd reactions? And then that's when I think you kind of sabotage your movie a little bit because I want to be able to go back and watch these movies anytime I want without feeling awkward. You know, so when I go back and watch an Endgame or Infinity War, when Thor lands in Wakanda or stuff like that, or or like when you when you go back into Endgame and those scenes, I want to feel like how I felt when I was in the audience the first time. When I go back and watch like No Way Home or like Multiverse of Madness for that that uh that fucking the fucking Illuminati scene. I just, I, it feels very, when you watch it out of the lens of an audience, it feels very forced. Like you wanted a reaction and you want it. These are just here for plain movie theater reactions. And I think when we get into that territory, I think that's bad. And I don't think they should do that. And they should just relax on those kind of reactions and stuff. Cause I was watching Multiverse of Madness and it's great. I'm having a good time. And then he gets into that damn, that damn room and all the pauses and stuff happens. Everyone's just breathing on camera, looking at each other without saying a word for like two seconds. 
and then they start. And I was like, oh, my God, stop this. And, I, and that's not you can tell that this is not a Sam Raimi kind of he's not he didn't write this in. What is this? You know, so <laughs> I feel it's 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 awkward when they do that. So I hope that kind of calms down. But there's a lot of movies coming out with opportunities for them to do that. Like all these fucking theories for Black Panther too. Like I just want a really solid send off for Chadwick, man. That's all I want. I don't care about who's like, oh, who's mysteriously in the suit is a killmonger. Like that's yeah. it feels so gross for a movie like this to have all those kind of thoughts and theories to happen i just feel so weird and that's it's not, why not I'm here. marvel this time we cannot blame marvel. of course absolutely absolutely <laughs> like stop like i know like, you literally gave us shuri in the suit in this official trailer and still there are People theories are still, <laughs> oh my god guys there's another suit in this shot and i'm like it's probably just like an earlier suit like you act like yeah, and Panther went through three fucking suits before we got to his final suit. What do you mean by look at this suit, guys? There's no way sure it's two suits, guys. This is crazy. That's Killmonger. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I just want to watch this movie. I just want to get the nice send off of Chadwick, and I want to move on. Like, this is the one movie where I'm like, dude, I don't care about all that shit. I don't know what more Marvel has to say or do. <laughs> For them to like, for them to tell everyone that this is Shuri. Now, if the movie comes out and it's like not Shuri, and they did some type of some type of re like they yeah. did some type of like hugabaloo, then I'm gonna be like, <laughs> really Marvel? It, like in my like in my end, I'm gonna be like, really, dude? Yeah. But all this these theories and shit, they're just getting way too much for me. Like they're just the hype culture and all that type of shit. There's just there it's just too much. It's just too much for me. That's that's all I'll say about that. All right, um, moving on to more questions before we get off the air here. This person here says, why do you think something so small like a trailer for a movie becomes viral so quick, like the Megan trailer? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The memes? I don't know. Yeah, the memes. They knew what they were doing. It was was genius, though. Oh, well, listen. Here's the gag. I wasn't interested in this movie at all until I find I found out that. A lot of people wasn't. Uh, well, I until it wasn't even the trailer that sold it for me mm-hmm. until I found mm-hmm. out that the co-writer of Malignant did this. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what got me excited. <laughs> I think when it comes to general audiences getting excited for like stuff like this, when it comes to because I fully if you this was if this was like an, if they didn't have her dancing or doing whatever. This would have been like a trailer that came and forgot, right? But I think it was what was really smart about their marketing of like their trailer, like them cutting up this trailer, is that we're in a time and age when stuff like that gets memed. And I think this is exactly what they wanted <laughs> because the trailer <laughs> on, on Twitter has like 10 million views and stuff. It's because it became a meme and she, and they, they put the dancing in and you know, people are going to fan cam it. People are going to like cut up the dancing to put it over a song. This is the new TikTok age. So, I mean, this was very genius marketing. Now, if it can turn out, if it, if the movie can turn out for it to make like a lot of money because of how popular this get it only comes out in january so if they can capitalize off of this and make a make a nice buck out of it and i think i think that's really genius they have her like tweeting people <laughs> tweeting she's like they have the character Beeping like tweeting chucky, chucky on twitter yeah 
I think Megan the Stallion quote tweeted it and stuff. <laughs> and she's she's already a horror fan, but the fact that the fact that her name is Megan, it's like it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hit. If it comes out and it does like thirty million or forty million, that that's a hit for them. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what they wanted. That's why they put her dancing in the trailer. So <laughs> I think I think it's just all it's all a marketing play. I feel stuff. like I they they did it really well. Secretly, I have to hate it because it's probably gonna do yeah. better. It's probably gonna do better than *Malignant*, and I really hate that because it I love will. *Malignant*. It, it's not fair, *Malignant*. Though it came out erupt. It came out at a rough I know, time. I know. It was still fairly early. It had the dual release with HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. so God, they, they fucked up a lot of shit with their movie. Fuck so. you, Warner Bros. Oh my God, I don't. Think I don't think there's anyone in the world that hates James Wan more than Warner Bros. Truly, it was a setup. <laughs> it was a setup. <laughs> oh man so yeah i think that was uh what say it again do we have questions about the blade stuff before i speak on it the blade stuff i can scroll give me a second okay why interesting um um give me a second let me find something hold on i wanted Um, to talk about um the blade director leaving and the whole mess of the movie right now okay one sec i got you i got you (laughs) <laughs> all right, all right, here we go. <laughs> all right, here we go, here we go. Because I had to, I had to search up the word blade to see what came up. All right, this came, this came to us on Thursday. This person here says, "Why do you think there's such drama surrounding the movie Blade?" I wait, what does this say? <laughs> okay, uh, why do you think there's so much drama regarding the the movie Blade? Do you think was this this was ever in the plans at all? Ah, uh, no. No, definitely not. But we've been saying that from jump, though, when it happened. I mean, we heard the stories. Yeah. They wasn't planning for a Blade movie at all. Mahershala but he got a call Lee. from like a... He, <laughs> yeah, he got a call from like a two-time Academy Award winner. Of course. You got to be like, what are you going to say? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if a two-time Academy Award winner calls you like, hey, I want to be this character. And not even like, just a two-time Academy Award winner. The two-time Academy Award winner, like, of the caliber of Mahershala Ali. It's Mahershala Ali. Like, he... Every award that he's been nominated for, he's, like, won every single time. And it's just, like, Mm -hmm. you can watch... He's in Moonlight for fucking 15 minutes. And just watching him do his thing in Moonlight for that, like, short period of time. It's not even that he won the award. It's just, you just gotta watch it and, look, like, see him and just witness just, oh my god, he's Mahershala Ali. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I don't think it was any, I don't think, that's, because I think if it was in their plans, we would've got the movie by now. It's They announced the shit in 2019. Yeah. I think all the stuff that was announced in 2019 at that Comic-Con has been done. It is. Forever. It's the only thing that has. That's the only thing that was like, and it happened. was like barely. It was no timeline for it. He, they he, they just brought him on stage, and they said, "Blade, see you <laughs> soon, guys." And that was it. It was like no type of. And then every Comic Con and D twenty three happened, and we heard nothing from Blade, like nothing about Blade at we all. And they like, got, like casting for the movie and everything. Uh, Delroy Lindo was cast in the movie for. Fucking Which ever was a, ago. It's a great casting. It's He's amazing. old, so get him on the screen. Yeah. I mean, Mahershala Ali isn't getting any younger either. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just, it, it was out of left field for me, I think, that the director leaving because the movie is supposed to start shooting in November. Um, well, it, did you hear the news about their, their day? It's off production right now. Yeah, it's off production. It off. And mm-hmm. that is crazy to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I. 
I just want to know what's going on right now with the movie itself. I mean, obviously, because I think everyone has agreed that it wasn't planned. And I feel like mm-hmm. just being like, hey, you need to fit this movie in your... Because Kevin Feige has said for the longest time, I had the next 10 years mapped out. Mm-hmm. So yep, yep. for Mahershala Ali to come in and be like, hey, I want to do this movie. And Kevin Feige be like, okay. And then, then be like, okay, well, we got to fit this somewhere on our fucking schedule. I, it's a hard... I'm sure it's hard, right? Yeah. But I just don't see how you get to almost... Sh- two months away from shooting the movie and the director goes okay i'm i i gotta step away how does that happen how do you get that close to shooting it and how does that happen it shocked me truly um i just want to know what i guess led to this and how you got so close to shooting the movie and then what was the breaking point i know we'll never know but it when stuff like this happens so close to a movie, like, actually starting up, or, like, halfway through it, like, the whole Lord and Miller, uh, Han Solo situation, that still, like, mm-hmm. very much interests me. Because I'm like, how does this, like, huh? Especially for, like, these big budget movies, like the blockbusters. Yeah. It's crazy, because how, just how under surveillance they are with, you know, the head of studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so, this... This to me is is like one of my main issues when it comes to the MCU as a whole. And I think what it is, what happened is that when they when they announce movies and when they have movies planned, these movies like they have to be in the timeline and they have to be like a part of the universe. Or it's like, why else do we have to do it? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think this is always is I think this something like this is always what's gonna have what I think this is something that Warner Brothers is it will always have a, a leg over Marvel when it comes to like Marvel and Disney might have all the box office in the world. And I know there's like one thing that Feige there's one thing that I know that there's like it's killing him that he doesn't have or that he doesn't get. It's awards buzz or awards yeah. talk, you know? They had that little bit, they had it, they had it a little bit with Black Panther, right? It won an award for, you know, costume design and stuff like that, right? And I think ever since then, it's like, man, like how can we get back into that awards picture? And the longer you keep all these movies connected and intertwined, the longest you're and not like in refusing to do anything R-rated or something new or different or adult skewed, you're not going to get that again because like Warner Brothers, right? They have their universe right now. They have like their DCEU. But if like, oh my God, who's a crazy, who's a crazy good director? If some director went like if Sam Raimi went to them and was like, um, can I do like, <laughs> uh, can I do like Red Hood? They'd be like, mm, sure, you know, it has, <laughs> and it'll have nothing to do with the universe. Yeah, he'll just do it, make it like a drama, and make it like really bloody and crazy and stuff. He'll do that without any kind of hesitation because we have our little universe right here, and then we have our movies like The Batman and whatever, you know. Well, also, and- Warner Bros. are like willing to make a cute little mid-budget movie. Yeah, like, and, and and I Birds think Prey, it was like eighty million dollars, but like in blockbuster superhero standards, that's mid budget. Yeah, and I I just think that's what that's why Marvel will continue to have problems like this is because like when a char- when they want to do a character or something, it has to be intertwined and it has to be a you know under the universe like they it's like Werewolf by Night. 
that was like cl- the closest thing they have right now to a one-off. But even then, like it starts off with the with the with the old photo of the Avengers. You know what I mean? Like even e- like even then, even though that was like all brutal and gory and stuff, even that has to be intertwined. And I think with Blade, it's like you cannot do Blade PG thirteen. You cannot. So I guess my guess is that they were like, oh, it's. I saw the room. The like the leaked script was like they wanted the vampires to be like, like. Like fucking sand. And I was like, I was like, what? (laughs) I don't buy into like the script leaks. I say that in quotation marks. I don't think any of that stuff that like people put on Reddit or ran with after, because it came out after the news of him leaving. There was nothing like this, like saying, oh my God, this happens in the script until after the news of the director leaving. So I think that's just things that people made up. Um, But if it's made up, which I do agree with you. Like, I wouldn't put it past them because if it was real, it's not what I'm saying. Because I'm like, it's just, I don't think that I was actually. Yeah, yeah. I I just, I can totally see them like, oh, dude, what's the the easiest way to make this rated R? Obviously, this movie has to be, because if it was like a Disney Plus thing, I think they'd be like, okay, let's just do a little Werewolf by Night thing and uh, probably make it black and white and throw some little blood on it. And then that's a Disney Plus kind kind of special presentation. But no, you have Mahershala Ali. You're not gonna put it on Disney Plus. Yeah. You're gonna fucking do it. So I think this is just—they have no idea what to do when it comes to this character. There has been like so many script issues and different kind of like scripts being thrown around to the point where like they had to—they had to completely do a new script. They had to bring somebody in to do a, a whole new script for the movie because it's such a disaster. And then and then at that point. The director's like, dude, I'm out of here, you know? So it's like, oh my God, it's such a mess. I, I, and I think this is the problem you have when you, when everything has to be forced to be a part of the universe. Because if this was Warner Brothers and Mahershala Ali said, I want to be blank, they'd be like, sure, let's get a director <laughs> on it. It's not in the universe. Fine. You know, they, 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 they wouldn't hesitate to do that. But the fact that this is the MCU, this is Disney. They have to find a way to get this shit onto the universe and make it MCU like. And I think they don't know how to do that with Blade right now because it's too he's too R rated. And I'm sorry, I don't want to see no fucking dust vampires like what they did in like Suicide Squad one. I want to see some fucking gore. I, I hope that ah. this regrouping is gonna benefit the film rather than you know make it even more of a mess i hope that this regrouping maybe they have a discussion about how they can do blade in the same vein that they're going to do deadpool um Mm -hmm. because i understand that the like you know family friendly mcu has that kind of um family friendly thing around it yeah yeah yeah. i understand that and i understand that you know you throwing in deadpool or a blade out of nowhere and you market it like you do any other mc movie whatever Family's probably going to show up and they're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> um, For sure. I get, that. I get that. I do. But, you know, obviously they've had conversations about how they're going to, you know, market Deadpool in a different way. So then people know that, hey, this is under our umbrella now, but do not bring, you know, your little six-year-old kids to this because it's yeah. not not for them. I think that regrouping could make them still keep blade in the mcu canon like in with all the other girlies 
but they can maybe <laughs> find a way to market it in the same vein as Deadpool. Maybe, I don't know. I'm hoping that's like in my heart of hearts. I hope that's what happens. And I hope that Mamma stays on the project because I, I want to, I really want to see a new Blade movie. It's been a long time. Uh, it's been years. Yeah. You're right. It's been one. The last one was Blade 3. It was horrible, but it was 2006, Seven? I think. Yes, five or right around, right around there. You know, um, damn, how how old was you? Like five, anyway. Um, so, (laughs) um, so it was right around that time, and I just recently bought the uh, trilogy because to rewatch it because I am, I'm like, I'm missing a blade and. And I think what I think that is one of the perfect. That's a. I just think that we're in such need of like vampire media right now. It's just something. It was such. It was such a fad when Twilight happened, obviously, because Twilight was such a huge success. Well, I'm not. I'm not even like trying to get into Twilight talk. Listen, listen. I'm not even trying to get into Twilight talk right now. But and I know how you feel about this movie. But they were no doubt like hugely successful. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a you know Vampire Diaries spawned from that. I feel like a lot of vampire media came out because of those movies' success, and then it just kind of died. True Blood, yeah, yeah, all those shows. Yep, yep it just kind of yep. died after that because people mm-hmm. got over it, you know, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And so we've Blade Trinity was actually without... two thousand four. Oh my god! Wow, two thousand four, even longer than I thought. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Um, that is no that's not good yeah (laughs) and it kind of died out because of just how oversaturated we were with like vampire stuff and i'm missing vampire stuff i'm missing it bad because when i watch it i have a ball sorry Mm -hmm. and i feel like i get it i get it yeah the perfect movie to like bring vampires back it'd be Mm. so good i mean we have interview with the vampire i know that show is like airing right now but (laughs) I don't even. I, I heard about it and I was like, mm, okay. I saw a little scene from it. It was spicy, and I was like, maybe I gotta tap in. But then I saw Anna, that it was limit, no, because listen, I don't listen. want you to tap in, and then you're like obsessed <laughs> with something else. I can't do this anymore. I'm gonna watch it because the pilot was an hour and thirty minutes, and I was like, mm, that's literally a movie. Try again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you're. I don't know. Let's not. In conclusion, since that director left, I either need James Wan or Lee Winnell to come on. Period. It was like someone. There was some other name that somebody was saying, and I forgot what it was. But people saying Jordan Peele are very delusional. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Peele is often that he own. would be He's... amazing for it, but he would definitely never do it. Yeah, yeah. He, I. That's one of those things. That's one of those directors who's off doing their own thing. I have my plan of movies that I want to release, and that's what it's going to be. Yeah. So I agree. Okay, this person, let's do one more question here before we get out of here because I got to go eat hungry. You know what I'm saying, Me too. anyway, uh, this person here says, Hannah, how's your knee, by the way? God damn. Oh my god, I'm just, so I'm hurts. dreading. No, I haven't gotten up, so I don't know. <sighs> I think I dislocated my knee. That's the context. <laughs> That's the context, everybody. Um, all right, so this person here says. Do you think the fact that Superman most like most likely being in Black Adam is going to bring box office to the movie the next weekend? No. Um, I think it bring. I think it'll bring some. I don't think it's going to bring what they're expecting it to bring. Yeah. I. I. Okay. So. Okay. So I have like a whole theory of all this. The tracking came out a few weeks ago, right? And 
let's just say it's pretty subpar you know what i mean like it's not it's not no 100 million dollar movie it was like around the vein of like 55 to like 65 million right even me even larry and i talked about it during the box office show he was like you think the rock wants that (laughs) the rock for his first superhero outing he wants probably the biggest thing that he can get obviously anybody would he wants he wants to tout oh my character did 120 million or 150 million that's what he wants first of all it ain't happening you know what i'm saying so with that being said once the tracking came out right i noticed that the 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 media for this movie completely shifted and Warner Brothers this happened to Warner Brothers before back in 2017 they was marketing Justice League and people were already not interested because of all the drama all the drama leaked into the mainstream going on with justice league not every little thing but mustache gate and all that stuff that was all leaking onto the mainstream audience right so the movie comes out they didn't announce superman when the movie was coming out the movie came out and superman was in the movie so the movie came out it did like 90 million which justice league should not do 90 million dollars that's not a flop but that should not be a $90 million movie. That should be over at least over $100 million, close to $200 million kind of movie. Because that's the precedent that we set for those kind of team-up films, right? Mm-hmm. Movie comes out, does like what, what it does basically kind of what Solo did. And they consider that a flop, you know? Even though it's like 80-something million, that's really good. But the precedent for Star Wars was like after 150, you know, those openings, right? So the movie came out, it did like $90 million, then they like panicked and they went into like redo and they put Superman all over the posters and the marketing after that opening weekend, which at that point it's done. That's it. That's all you have. Well, they did the like, same uh, thing with birds of prey. Birds also. of prey. Right. That's Changed all you have. That's, that's, that, that's all you have is that first opening weekend. Only like there's like a movie like here and there that where you can like recoup a little bit of what you did opening weekend to where like the box office is a little more. I think the only time that it happened was when Avatar came out. So that's like, it's like a once in a blue moon thing. Right. So they put Superman all over the marketing. It still was doing shitty money because it's done. We, we, you've, 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 it's done. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't do 90 million. And then the next week do 150. It's not going to work. It's done. <laughs> you know, yeah. so they, they, they got that. They got hit by the bullet and they got, they got kicked in the ass for it. Now, they're not straight up announcing him because he's in the movie, all right? He's in it. They're not straight up announcing it, right? But The Rock has done a complete 180. Because yeah. at Comic-Con, The Rock was like, the, peop- the, the a bloke in the audience was like, is Superman in, is in the movie? And he was like, no, but anything can happen. But they, was all really, they were all really like, hush, hush. No, 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 no. He's not in it. Now The Rock is like, oh, the greatest hero in the whatever. He's on the sidelines and we need to get him back. And he's doing all, they're doing all this stuff now to basically tell you Superman is in the movie. They have the uh, premiere. The premiere is like a week before the movie comes out and they let the embargo go up after the, after the premiere, the social embargo. And you know the talk is going to come out of if he's in the movie or not. They are going all in now on telling the audiences that 
Superman is in this movie, but they're not going to say it. They're just kind of like, he's in it. Kind of like No Way Home, where it was like <laughs> Sony was like, mm, I know Marvel don't want to say shit, but he kind of, they kind of in it though. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Sony was like, I know they're the ones who leaked half that shit. You know what I mean? Sony is like, fuck, man. Marvel was like, say it for the audience. Oh, fuck that. We want that. We want that. We want that money, you know? So Literally, Sony was like. The trailer on Doctor Strange was like, <laughs> I can't stop them from coming through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so literally sony was like they obviously they honored marvel as far as not saying it but they were kind of saying it that they were in yeah. it you know like even when remember when tom holland was doing that thing for the trailer and they were like big surprises you know <laughs> sony so sony was always like a little wink wink like yeah they're in it hello come yeah. see it and that movie made bonkers money during the pandemic it's crazy like 250 million 250 million that's nuts so now like warner brothers i don't i don't think they want to outright say it I can tell that they kind of do, but once that tracking came out and it was kind of like a dud tracking, they have been kind of alluding more and more and more to it that he's in it. So I think it'll boost it up a little bit. I still think it'll, it won't go over a hundred million. I still, I think at any rate, it'll go around 85 the most. So I know I just went on a whole spiel. Just any thoughts on that, on that kind <laughs> of, that kind of shit. I just, I don't think that Snyder fans do not put a hit out on me, please. Um, oh, don't <laughs> I start. don't think that the demand for Henry Cavill's Superman is that big. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just, I don't. Um, <laughs> I think that the Snyder fandom has created, they're, they're a small minority and they're very loud though. And I think that that gets to the executives and they're like, oh, my God, people are crazy. (laughs) I do. (laughs) And it's just the minority that is very loud. So them being like, hey, you might not be excited for Black Adam, but you're going to be excited about Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah. And I don't think that's the reaction because the rock is like the rock is like fans is want this and i happen. was like yeah so and snyder i was like fans, so the snyder this... fans are turning against your movie now you're you want to appease them so bad but now they're turning against your movie because it's not snyder canon they don't give a fuck that henry cavill's superman is in it they care about the snyder canon and it's not in yeah. that so yeah. you wanted to appease them so bad and you're giving them what they want but now they don't want it anymore because it's not you know, directed by their fave. Mm-hmm. I don't think <sighs> that's going to play well with, because first of all, the people who are going to be, who are actually going to be in their, in the theater for that cameo are those people. But now you're not even appeasing them. So that's not even going to play as well as you wanted to. And I think that it's been how many years since we've seen Henry Cavill Superman since 2017. People are kind yeah. of over it. I think at this point, I mean, you have the Snyder cut, but that wasn't a theatrical release. Yeah, yeah, it was also to appease those fans. It was that it's that minority. So I don't think that general audiences, knowing that Henry Cavill Superman is in the movie, are going to be like, "Oh, I wasn't interested in Black Adam before, but now I am. I gotta go." That's not yeah. I I think that's I think that's I I I agree because I think that's a that's a subset of fans. Like again, I hate to keep bringing up normal people in my life, but like mom. 
Henry Cavill's in uh, Black Adam. She's going to be like, great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm, I, and, and that's the thing, though. If he's back, I'm pumped. Because, like, I thought he was done so dirty by Warner Bros., by the old regime. I really do think he was done so dirty. And I do think it's time for a new Superman movie. Um that's not Zack Snyder. I think that I think a whole new direct. I've been saying this for years. That I I just want Superman on a new with a new director doing it, and I, that's that's what I want. And I think you agree. I think when that if that if that gets announced, people are gonna get angry because they want they want the other guy to do it. You know what I mean? It's not gonna yeah. be like oh Henry Cavill's back. You know if they announce like oh James Gunn, this is a random name. James Gunn is doing Superman. Well, too, even or just a new Superman movie. You there's know? drama around James Gunn himself in that fandom. So let's like pick a fucking random director any, random director, director, yeah. any director john fucking watts right if they said john oh, watts oh oh, oh. oh you gotta get me uh, off listen there. listen hold on not saying you know what i mean it's just a random fucking guy dude, i know okay? i know john I know. watts they have no oh. beef with john watts that fandom has no reason to have beef with john watts right they say fuck. listen john watts is directing a henry cavill superman movie right it's a sequel to man of steel mm. They're going to be fucking pissed. They're not going to care about Henry Cavill. They only care about Zack Snyder being in the director's chair. Henry Cavill means mm-hmm. jack shit to them. And that's exactly how it's going to be with Black Adam. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Because even the tracking right now, tracking is like, mm, like 70, 80. I don't know. It's, I think they were, I think they're expecting this to be like a big movie. And the next big movie is not until Black Panther 2. Cause that, that's tracking like 180 and above, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just going to when you have like a big, a big death surrounding a movie. But even then, the first Black Panther was huge. It was like I was gonna say, million, you know what I mean? You can't even say that Wakanda Forever is only gonna be successful because of Chadwick's death. Because of it's the character, and this is like the movie Black in Panther. general. They yeah. So, uh, Black Adam. I don't know. I'm excited to see him. I can't say I'm excited for the movie. I just um, at this point, I'm just like, mm, we'll see. But I'm happy for him, and I'm happy. I'm, not I'm happy it. that he's. I'm happy that he's back. I know you're not Hannah. I get it. Like, <laughs> I'm happy for him, and I'm happy that he's back. But regarding the movie, I know what I'm gonna get. I know it's gonna be The Rock saying some lines about. Oh, if I do watch this. it, it's not because it's not gonna be because of The Rock. It's gonna be because of Aldous Hodge. And it's and you're gonna pirate it most likely. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's call this a day, everyone. I appreciate you guys all for sending in your questions and stuff really do hannah why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you i did hannah on twitter all right go get that leg checked okay. <laughs> i gotta eat first <laughs> all right guys you can follow me on twitter at cinematic 94 and you can follow the podcast on facebook twitter and instagram at cinemania world our next couple of shows tonight we are doing a spoiler review for halloween ends um it's probably gonna go really late so i don't think i'm gonna release it tonight i'll probably release it in the morning sometime uh and then tomorrow we're gonna do our box office show with larry and i and talk about the box office for the weekend and uh that is it for now thank you guys for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was hannah we'll talk to you guys soon